0: I'm Carly, and I play Hollis the merperson. Hey
1: y'all, it's Pat. I play Leland Deacon. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy.
2: This is Ray, and I play Cammie the Kitsune. Hey,
3: I'm Adam Bash, I'm the storyteller, and welcome to BruteForce. Fine, patrons. Welcome to the Gilding Round Grog House in Tea Room. I've got some Jasper Spit Whistle, spinning the ones and twos. Oh, ones in. I'm just feeling really great today. Um, it's a, it's an exciting time in my life. I don't know if any of you uh, have noticed. Seeing me out in the square lately, I got a little extra spring in my step, a little extra bounce in my trousers. You know, uh, that, that's not perhaps that's not the way to phrase it in my i guess you could go back to the step bounce in my step certainly don't want to talk about anything that bounces in trousers but my point is is that i've been feeling so refreshed so great lately people come up to me all the time they say jasper you're absolutely glowing you know you're electric you know just being around you, I feel like I'm just in, in, engulfed in extra energy. And I'm like, well, of course you are. Of course you feel that way. You're catching the contact effects of Dr. Spine Ripper's Sleepy Time Go-Go Juice. Now, I mean, a lot of people ask me, you know, Jasper, what is Dr. Spine Ripper's Sleepy Time Go-Go Juice? Well, <laughs> you know, contrary to what you may think, a lot of people think it's Sleepy Time, you know, bedtime, you really want to take everything down a few notches, calm yourself down. You know, and it makes a lot of sense. But a lot of times you you get you get there, you get in bed, and you know, your mind's going a mile a minute. And the reason is because you've just got all this extra pent-up energy. And that's where Doctor Spine Rippers and Sleepy Time Go Go Juice really just fits the bill. You know, you take a, a, a spoonful of of this Doctor Spine Rippers Sleepy Time Go Go Juice, and you bounce it off the walls. You're going just absolutely ape crazy. You know. The next thing you know, you burn through all of your energy and you're out like a light. Usually I can't even make it back to bed. Uh, but uh, what I've found lately is that if you do like a... Instead of a full tablespoon, if you do just a teaspoon here or there throughout the day, boy, you feel like you're walking on absolute sunshine. And so I would recommend that, um, not just for sleepy times, despite the fact it's in a name. Now, I would say... Um, Dr. Spine Rippers and indeed all medical professionals have suggested you not take Dr. Spine Rippers Sleepy Time Go Go juice. Just, uh, you know, random times during the day. Or indeed, at all. But uh, you know what? I didn't get to where I am today by listening to the advice of these so-called doctors. <laughs> you know? I mean, uh, anybody can get a medical license. Am I right, or am I right? <laughs> you know, except, um, apparently, me. I spent a lot of time trying, and it just—I mean, it didn't—didn't didn't work out. But I mean, that's a story for another day. Anyway. Um, Right, oh, uh, well, where were we last time when we left? Uh, all right, the brute force had recently arrived back in Vrem. Uh, there were wanted posters up everywhere looking for, well, I mean, people approximating their look in building, um, general demeanor, uh, and... Uh, it was all locked down, it was a kind of a crazy situation, there was bad stuff going on, people rioting in the streets, everyone starving, um, and the whole town, uh, in fact, the entire island was surrounded by just, these just jerk squids. I mean, that's kind of a secondary part of the tale, but it is important to know, they were not nice squids. But in search of a friendly face, the brute force found Sigrid, who was Yanov, Boulderbelt's daughter. Um, a little bit estranged, but so was everything around Yarnoff. Well, of course, they were in search of the rest of their crew. Most importantly, their greatest friend and mentor, myself, who they had recently learned might have been imprisoned in the local dungeon, or jailed in a local prison, or dungeoned in the local jail. I don't really remember which order it was at that time. I do remember a lot of bamboo shoots. They weren't shoved under anything but they were very uncomfortable to sleep on anyway i digress so they were on their way to try to find a way into the castle now Sigrid had recently been excommunicated from the thieves guild so she wasn't that much help the only information she was able to give them that there was a man by the name of mark who was a eh, not the greatest thief in the entire world but a man with connections and perhaps ways in to the palace proper and a location to find this man, Mark. At a dreadful little inn called the Squinky Pig. So you guys are currently leaving the stables, presumably heading in the general direction of the Squinky Pig.
2: How far away is it and are we gonna pass like like are we gonna walk by the castle people? Like do does this need to be an undercover, like rendezvous at the Squinky Pig?
3: No, I mean I think the Squinky Pig is is not exactly the type of place that's like central. I mean, it's probably on your way to like the other edge of town, so you could get there without having to go okay. central like towards the towards the palace proper. It's an outskirts type of joint. it's out in the sticks if there were sticks to this island,
2: okay well, uh cami's gonna make sure to be in her skin suit skin form, yeah, her skin form, yeah, so she's gonna make sure to be all all humaned out uh and 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 covert,
3: okay. You guys could uh, have a conversation on the way there, or you guys can arrive there. What do you want to do?
1: I don't think we really have anything to talk about.
4: We're just thinking of donkeys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey could talk to us about his uh, armpit fetish that we established last episode.
4: We don't need to talk about that.
2: <laughs>
0: You're just really telling Hollis about how Yanoff is not a horse or a donkey. Right. And she's ha- really having <laughs> a hard time grasping that whole concept.
1: Telling her about the butts of bare feet subreddit, the Taylor Swift's oh, armpit no. subreddit.
2: No, <laughs>
3: All right, so you guys arrive at the squinky
2: pig.
1: Congratulations, you're there.
2: We open the door and- Oh, are
1: they saloon doors? Do we get to kick them open?
0: <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. We have to we have to stop the podcast right now. Saloon doors.
3: Yeah, I'm glad you brought it up because I didn't want to dunk on him on it. I said saloon. Saloon.
0: Saloon. You definitely you said saloon. <laughs> did I?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Shit. But they are definitely, yeah, they are saloon doors. You can kick them open like cowboys, should you wish. Yeah, I definitely want to do that. All right, so Leland kicks the doors open. The doors go flinging forward, and then they fling right back at him because he didn't really anticipate that quite, flinging quite <laughs> as loosely. as. Listen, you kick doors, you got to know the door really is more about what it is and how, the, how much action there is on the spring. So kicking a door the first time you encounter it, it's risky. So it does come back on you a little bit. You do kind of stumble through it as you kick it open, but it does look kind of fresh.
0: Hollis like slaps uh, Leland on the back. Is like, oh, damn, Leland, that, that was a good kick.
1: Well, thanks. I learned by watching. A guy from behind the bar looks over. She goes,
3: hey, those doors aren't free, you know. They don't, it's not free doors around here. <laughs>
1: oh, well, if you break the tr- door. Uh, your uh, troubles, my man. And Leland oh. will just hand him like seven gold out of his eye hole. Well, oh, Wow, how much, how much could a banana cost? Ten you
0: know.
3: <laughs> dollars? you kick the hell out of that door, all you want. Jeez, all right, having a party up in here—it's door kicking season. Gee, Haw! All right, that's a little bit <laughs> offensive. What can I? What can I do you for, fellow? What? 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 What's your poison?
1: Well, you got any moonshine whiskey? Yeah,
3: I mean, we got brown and we
1: got clear. Well. Let me have one of each. I, I suppose. I don't really know what your brown tastes like. I don't know what your clear tastes like. The only way to know is to taste them. And then
3: I'll know. All right, that sounds good. It's a big old bottle. He pours you out a kind of a. It's a. It's a decent sized glass of brown, and then a little shooter of the clear.
4: Uh, excuse me, sir. Do, do you already have brown and clear, or have you perhaps got some red? Um. Well. Blood.
3: No wine. What, what? Why would you say blood, Cami? We do. We do have a little. I mean, if you're looking for fermented blood, we do. No wine. Wine. Oh well, yeah. I mean, yeah. No, I wasn't. Why'd someone think I want blood? I never said blood anyway.
0: Can Can we back that up for just a just like one second? Uh, do you know if this is free range blood? Great question. I mean, because I could really, I could really get in on that.
3: Uh well. From what I've heard, I don't I mean, I, I buy it through a supplier, a reseller, more than less. And, and uh, from what I heard, they, they catch these like weird asshole squids off the coast and then they drain them um, and then they ferment that blood. So, I mean, I guess in a certain extent it is free range.
0: Okay, Hollis very lightly whaps Leland on the vet like where where the seventh cervical spine is, you know, right there. Uh to make some gold come out of his eye socket and fly at the bartender is like, give me all you got.
3: <laughs> A 12 carat diamond pops out of his face. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah
0: absolutely
3: she pulls up like six big wine bottles uh full of fermented squid blood.
1: I know she pulled poured me a big old cup of the of the brown but only a little bit of the clear is there is the clear that much more dangerous?
3: yeah, you better stay uh you better stay level-headed around the clear. I mean, if if you taste that and you get a little, you get a little uh, a, a, a taste of that, and you decide you want a little bit more. I mean, I, I'm I'm much obliged to give you more. Y'all are paid plenty. You can drink as much as you want tonight without having to feel like you owe me anything else. So you can have as much of the clear as you want, but I'm gonna warn you, it uh kind of grabs you by the boo boo. You know what I mean? Well,
1: let's do let's do our <laughs> boo <boo-boo> boo honking, brother. <laughs> The Rolling Stones album, or the, the Aerosmith, whatever fucking terrible album that was. And uh,
3: uh, Leland drinks the clear. Honking on Bobo. Oh, that's it.
2: cameo will like, hop up on, well, no, God, she's a human. None for her. Oh, well, okay, I was going to order. No, um, bartender, if you, okay, I want you to give me a glass, and I want you to fill it, but every time you see it empty, I do want you to fill it immediately as soon as you see this that's empty, and I want it to be straight Shirley Temple on the rocks, like four fingers at a time, because I will be throwing that back all night. I'm going to be on a sugar rush.
3: All right. No problem. What exactly is a Shirley Temple, by the way? I
4: think he only deals
3: with colors.
2: Okay. Can you describe it as a color? <laughs> I want I want a fizzy clear mm-hmm. uh, and some <laughs> pink syrup.
3: I, I probably could do something like that, and he pours out a big old glass of the clear, and then he pulls out a straw and starts blowing bubbles in it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hold on one second. And then he grabs underneath and he pulls out a big jar of pink sugar and just pours some of that in it. Oh,
0: God. Oh, God. And he
3: blows it, He oh, He notices God. it's not fizzing anymore. And so he starts bubbling it up a little bit more. He's like, all right, you best drink that real quick while it's still bubbling. Because, I mean, I can't do this forever.
1: <laughs> that... Deacon Sugar Mines brand sugar.
3: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean it is actually Deacon Sugar Mines pink sugar. They come across all different types of things. They got colored sugars now. It's crazy. And Lila Ann is a marketing genius, I've heard. She's still alive? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's kinda like kind of like Wendy's in a way, you know. <laughs> you know, is Dave Thomas still alive? <laughs> I don't know. They kinda switch it up every once in a while. I guess he's probably not.
2: Before Cammy takes a drink of this uh, monstrosity, I, she's going to like take a big whiff with her nose. And then I think because this I'm assuming this is straight up fucking corn whiskey, ever clear garbage. Uh, it's going to like burn all the hairs in her nose.
3: Yeah. The cilia <laughs> all down her throat and, and, and nasal capillaries yeah. just in, immediately fizzle away.
2: Uh, OK, that was enough. And she's just like well, I'll drink it around.
1: Okay. And Leland will take it and start sipping on it. Okay. It's actually not bad. It's it's pretty good.
2: It's super, I'm super, hey, Leland, I'm super impressed that you can drink that without hiccuping for the next three episodes. Because, (laughs) hey, I've decided that as soon as I take a sip of that, I have to hiccup loudly for the next three episodes, and it hurts my head and my throat to do that. So, Um, kudos.
0: What about, and just hear me out, maybe Mm -hmm. you just don't. Maybe, maybe the answer is well, you just I, don't.
2: I wanted a soda pop.
3: Oh, you wanted a soda? I, I mean, we got soda pop around here. You could just, if you wanted a soda pop, just say you wanted a soda pop. Well,
2: of course, I wanted a soda pop. I, I just wanted you to put a cherry on top of it.
3: He reaches underneath the counter and he pulls out a glass bottle that's all sealed up and he pops it open and he just slides it across. It's a, it's a bright green bottle. <laughs> he says there you go this is this' is the only soda pop we have around here, but it's got a fizzy, and uh it's gonna
2: be I mean I think it'd do you right. You either just gave me surge or something way worse than surge I don't- <laughs>
3: seven up comes in a in a green bottle don't don't get too offended
2: it's <laughs> not the that's not the joke answer though you're gonna give me a surge, <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, she's gonna take like a big um swig of it, and I assume it doesn't kill her. And then she'll, like, look at the It's bartender.
3: very alcoholic, though. Damn it. It's a hard so. No, I'm kidding. I don't okay. want this.
2: <laughs> I don't either. No one wants this. Um, so she'll take, a, she'll take a big swig of it. Uh, and with all the newfound energy that she had, she's like, uh, Bartender, we are actually looking for one of your regulars. Um, it's a man by the name of Mark. Was it Mark? Hey, guys. Marv. Yeah. Well, hey,
1: looking for Marv. Hey,
2: More. was it? What was his name?
1: It was Mark?
3: Yeah.
2: Okay. Murph? Murph. Mark. Yeah. Murph? Murph sounds right. We're looking for regular
3: I mean, listen, normally information as privileged as that would cost, uh, you know, a pretty penny in a place such as this. The location of a well-respected member of the Thieves Guild and all that. Um, But because y'all been so generous up to this point, I will tell you to just pivot your head slightly to the Right. We do. <laughs> and as you guys turn around, there is uh, over the booth to the right, a gentleman sitting down there. The entire booth has like curtains, like beaded curtains all around it in a way that like implies privacy can be created. But it is currently open because nobody is sitting there with them. Uh, he does have a giant sign behind him that says Mark's Discount Thieve Services.
2: Is that the only booth that has curtains around it? Is this a strip club?
3: Yes, that is the only curtained booth. Yes, that is the only one with beaded curtains.
2: Okay. <laughs> just making sure.
3: Well, thank you, Barkeep. We're going to go talk
1: to our friend Marcus. We're going to talk to him a little bit because we've had some drinks. Day. We're not Tell him about it.
3: <laughs> all right. I'm just going to give you a little bit of free advice. Um, He's pretty terrible. He's not a good thief. Well, that's all right, because
1: we're the best thieves that's ever existed. Me, the fox one, the shark, and the the vampire.
3: We're, we're I mean, that's them. interesting. Uh, okay, that's fine. And, uh, you know, if y'all need anything, just just let me know. You know, I am in, instantly ingratiated to all y'all. So, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of all you're doing here in town. So just let me know if you need anything. And let me tell you a secret. And uh, Leland's going to throw his arm
1: around his shoulder like the drunk guys at bars do when they're like drunk and being overly friendly hmm
3: mm-hmm.
1: What do you say? What do you, what do you say your name was Bar- bartender, please?
3: Oh actually I didn't say what my name was whatsoever, and I probably should have, because that would have been beneficial for everybody involved. Should I sent you a link to the thing. <laughs> I mean, I can't really open it, so why don't you just give me a name? Uh Henry Marshall. My name's
1: Henry. Hank Hank, let me tell you something. That <laughs> diamond that we gave it for the, the shark lady, she's super nice. Super slow, but was super nice. She's learning all about shapes and colors.
0: She's just sitting in the back, like, not talking, just, like, shot after shot of this b- fermented blood.
1: <laughs> she and I probably don't get a little rowdy in here because we've been to drinking. So just take that diamond, 12 carats. Shit, Hank, that's worth more than any of the money you've seen in your entire life up to this point and worth any money you're going to make. Take your sturdy wife, Sheila, out to a nice vacation. You know, just don't worry about it. You can rebuild the bar after me and Hollis get done with it. But we're going to go talk to our friend Marcus over here about some crimes. So we're going to do some light <laughs> crimes. You didn't see me.
3: We're going to come on down when you come on down to the crimes, you know. Listen, I don't I don't know nothing about nothing. Somebody just, I showed up to my building today. I had other people working here and it was all burned down and destroyed. But goodness me, I also found in the rubble this wonderful diamond. So you know, it's because you're blessed, Henry. I think everything will be all right. Uh, I've been meaning to get off this island anyway. Now I got myself ways to to get on and see the world. It's
1: big old world out there, brother.
3: I heard about it. I ain't never seen it.
1: Well, I'm finished with this conversation. I'm gonna go harass this feller. That sounds great. See you later, Henry. All right, take care. These are nice laid back country folk. Don't you think they're old, oh, old oh, Murmur, my, my, my friend, my way well, your weird skin, my friend. Woo!
2: I felt really good about letting Leland run point on this conversation, actually. <laughs> you know, it sounds Very good. Very good about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then,
1: uh, he's going to sidle into the
3: booth and kick his feet up on the table. Mark, we got to do some crime. So across the table from you, you see a gentleman that looks like, well, uh, he, so he's a charabi. Which, I don't know if you have... uh, Leland has ever encountered a Charabi before. I don't think so. They look basically like a a human-sized jackal. They got a bit of a a jackal face to them. And this guy has, like, little tufts of fur all around that are kind of separated out from the general fur that kind of stretches everywhere. So he has them, like, dyed several different colors. And he's got... What effectively looks like just a bunch of different little beards for the front of his face. And then I'm like, he's got one to the side. He's got one to the left side. He's got various different beards. And he goes, oh, hey, how's it? How's it? How's it going? Welcome to Mark the Multi-Bearded Discount Thief Emporium. I'm Mark the Multi-Bearded Discount Thief. Hey,
0: hey, hey, Mark. I uh I like your face hair. Do you like my head hair? She says, and and she's like <laughs> smoothing out her mullet. I,
3: absolutely, <laughs> it looks great. Uh, wow, never seen that shade uh in the sunlight before. That's great. It's wonderful. I'm v- I'm very proud of it. You should be, honestly. Um, what 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 are all y'all's names? It's nice to nice to meet you.
1: Oh, hey, oh my my name is Liam Day from Day Share Mac. We do it. My name is Liam Day from my name. Leland Dakin. Dakin-shire. right? Okay. <laughs> com.
0: What, are, you, are you okay, there, Leland?
1: How, Felt how like you that? needed
0: a, a run up to your name.
1: He told ta- me, he, he told me that the Claire, when he told me the Claire would when he told me Claire would do it. I thought hey, it's not gonna, it won't. Hold on, and he's gonna rummage around in his little pockets and takes out one of his little baggies or something and just kind of stuff a little pick me up, and then he's gonna get clear headed again. Like, whew, sorry about that. That old boy was not lying at all about that clear. And I'm pretty sure we overpaid him for the pleasure.
2: <laughs>
1: we, gonna get, we can get that diamond back for too long.
3: You look over and Henry is pouring the clear all over the bar and like behind the bar. and He's like fishing. <laughs> he's fishing for
1: matches.
2: <laughs> oh, God.
1: <laughs> well, Mark, we ain't got a lot of time. I think I put a bug in old boys there. He's going to burn some bitch down Uh I got a couple just a couple quick points it's my friend cammy she knows about the plan i don't know what a yawn off is it's my friend Hollis. she doesn't know what a yawn off is it's my friend mort one quick tip for you you're really conspicuous if i saw you doing a crime and the police were like what's he look like i'd be like some bitch <laughs> had like 14 different colored uh beards uh so maybe either dime just one color or do your crime and then shave it off after the end of the crime because then they're looking for a man with crazy beard and you got no beard but the way you look right now is fucking crazy.
3: You look fucking crazy. All right, <laughs> I man. listen, uh, all part of the plan, my man.
2: This is an island full of elves, and he's like, "Your beard is a giveaway, not your jackal face. Mm-hmm. Jackal face, chill as hell. That's your beard. Giveaway.
1: My beard is a great. Listen, man. I'm a mummy. I'm hanging out with a talking shark. I didn't know that was a thing that could exist. This one can turn into a fox or into a human. Right now, you're seeing. It in a
2: <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha! Funny. No, yeah, that, some funny words that you said, but I totally no, nope. Yeah, I'm a human lady.
1: Look at this guy's gross skin. Uh, but man, that beard is the most <laughs> fucked up shit <laughs> I ever saw.
3: All right, I mean, I'm-
2: we really should prioritize finding him some lotion, huh? We keep we we talked for at length about how bad his skin is. I feel like
4: we- you keep saying how bad my skin is, but it's actually perfectly blemish free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's blotchless.
2: Yeah. Ah. All
3: right, listen. Um, it's great. It's great to meet all y'all. Um, did you guys? I mean, are you here for for some discount thief services, or I mean, because it's a it's a bustling night here, obviously. So, I mean, what what can I help you with? I it it's more information we're after, really. Okay. I mean, I'm great in trading and information.
4: So. We want to know the best way to get into the palace grounds and into the mm. prison without being discovered.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
4: mm-hmm. Uh, one of our good friends, Sigrid, told us that you were the man to speak to.
3: Oh, you guys know Sigrid. Okay,
4: okay. And I think it was mainly because you're the only person that would speak to her now, but but she said that that you would know the, the information we need.
3: Well, I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, Sigrid and I... Um, I mean, I can't officially interact with her because I am still part of the Thieves Guild and she is very much excommunicated from the Thieves Guild right now. So it's kind of a difficult situation. I can't really, you know, provide too much in the way of actual information. But I mean, if you were to maybe suggest a means of ingress into the palace and I thought... That was a great means of ingress. Maybe I would take a drink of my Sewers. Mm. Ooh, this is a really tasty drink I have here. <laughs> it's delicious. Um, you know, things that like things like that.
2: Okay.
3: I mean, if you guys are interested in entering in the sewers, that's great. I personally couldn't provide you with that kind of information.
4: That was just uh, uh, an example. Um, I was hoping for something perhaps a little drier, drier. Uh, Perhaps uh, secret passageways or, mm. you know, yeah, know, little, like, bolt
3: holes that the royalty used to use to sure. escape. Uh, yeah, if you know perhaps. about any of those things, that would be really good, too. Obviously, I mean, you know.
2: <laughs> Do you maybe have, like, some blueprints uh, of the castle from when it was built?
3: Blueprints of the castle from when it was built? Yeah. Well, if I did have access to such things, I certainly couldn't provide it. To someone who had been referred to me by someone who was uh, excommunicated from the Thieves Guild. Um, I could perhaps sell one of the storage lockers that I own uh, near the castle. And I don't remember what I've got stored in there. It's possibly that might be where I might have stored some blueprints of some unrelated thing. I mean, it's just a simple business deal to sell a story oh, well, menu.
4: if it's an unrelated thing, we don't want those. Then we want
3: we want the ones at the castle. Aha! Uh-huh. So he's the thinker, right? He's the he's the he's the brains of the o- operation.
0: All, all right. Hey, listen. I, I'm I'm me, and I even I got that one more. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Sorry, it's the the smell of that wine you're drinking. It's making me I can't quite think clearly. You mind if I have some of that? Hollis? Well, we need some smelling, some smelling salt. clears your head right up. No, uh, I, I'm good. I'll just drink some of Hollis's wine.
0: Oh, yeah. Hell, hell yeah, what And she she, she grabs another uh, shot glass and pours him a finger.
4: Uh, keep <laughs> keep it going. Don't, don't be stingy. you
1: got enough of it. Yeah, hell, I paid for it. Give him as much as he wants.
0: I go to push the bottle towards him and then I'm like, no, actually, I want this. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> Pour myself another one.
1: <laughs> so, Mark, you're telling me I gotta, oh, I'm gonna pay you, and then we're gonna go to this warehouse, the storage locker, and in that storage locker there may or may not be, and Leland's gonna touch where his nose used to be, <laughs> but there's no nose there. <laughs> there may or may not be blueprints for what could or could not be the castle is, is what you're telling me i mean i could swear
3: that i kept blueprints somewhere and it was probably in one of my storage lockers but goodness gracious i can't remember for the life of me so i would not knowingly be giving you access to a storage locker that has them in it but goodness i guess i do only have the one storage locker unrelated note i'm gonna pay you for the storage
1: locker we're gonna go down there and we're gonna take us a look we get in that storage locker them blueprints aren't in there, brother. That beard is crazy as shit. I'm going to be able to find
0: you. <laughs>
1: and it's not going
3: to be a good day for you. Hey, Henry, tell me ain't going to be a good day for him if we find you. <laughs> Henry is. Uh, Henry got a, a backpack over his shoulder, and he's got a lit match in his hand. He's like, listen, Mark, I don't think it's going to be your day, fella. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, I, I get that. I don't imagine you'll probably ever have reason to come find me again after purchasing my storage locker. Well. I should hope not for your case.
1: Here you go. Uh, oh wait, how much do I owe you?
3: <laughs> Listen, here's the thing. It's a storage locker. It's very, very dear to me. I know that I do have the sign here for my discount thief services, but this really isn't a thief service. It's just an exchange of of lockers. Um, I don't know. Probably something on the realm of six hundred and seventy-two sparkles.
0: Everyone looks at Leland. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, y'all want me?
1: Y'all want me to pay for that? <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I, yeah, am broke out. Well,
0: uh, well, I mean, it depends. If he takes teeth, I could definitely pay in te- play. You know, I could pay in teeth because mine, mine are like falling out all the time. She reaches into her mouth and just kind of like gently takes one right out of her. It's like, oh yeah, there's another one. Here you go. <laughs> As
3: she opens her mouth. You notice that she's got like three rows of teeth in there. Uh huh. It's real. It's real unnatural.
0: Man, these things fall out like like I uh, well, I don't know like. Peanuts on the ground of a baseball game, whatever that is.
1: (laughs) Tell tell you what, I'll pay you 550 sparkles, and if anyone from the Thieves Guild should run into us, I won't tell them that uh, you were helping us out to help Sigrid out. I just won't tell them that. All right, well, I mean, as a counter... So you don't want teeth? And we'll throw in some of these teeth.
3: (laughs) I propose that... I don't help you then, I guess," he says. "I obviously can't trust you. I mean, Siegried did not send you, but she was excommunicated from the Thieves Guild, so.
4: Mort stands up and slams his glass on the table. He's like, "How about you help us out, or we won't kill you." Uh, okay. Oh, no, t- ter- ter- terribly sorry. Um, I'm not sure what came. mean Mort wipes some uh, wine from his mouth.
2: Yeah, you're gonna have to
0: forgive him. He's really not used to the bloodlust.
2: Okay. Wow. Okay. This got a little out of hand. I think, uh, okay. All right. Um, Marco, was it Marco? Um, does this, does this thing open this, you know, this storage locker? Does it open with like a key? Is there, like, a, a code? So, like, we're going to give you the sparkles, you give us a key, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's
3: pretty much the way it works.
2: Okay. Is
1: this uh, storage locker pretty well known to everyone in the Thieves' Guild They know where your storage locker is? I don't
3: let anybody know where my storage locker is. What are you, crazy? So you've, you've never told anyone where your storage locker is? I've told everybody where my secondary, not actually where I keep things storage locker is.
4: Yeah, it's probably not a good idea to tell a bunch of thieves where your storage locker is.
2: Hey, uh, Adam, can... Can Cami roll, uh, investigate to see if she can figure out where he would keep the key on his person? Sure. She's got those good eyes. Yeah. Oh, what a time to roll, Will. She rolled a five.
3: All right. You do notice that, like, there is a, uh, a nondescript, like, string hanging around his neck that it doesn't look like it's going to anything. It's so, you're guessing that the key is, like, hanging from the string around his neck under his clothes.
2: Okay. Okay. All right. Um, uh more hey hey more bud Mm -hmm. um i think okay here's i look and she's gonna she's gonna grab whatever vessel that like wine was in that hollis had and she's gonna like top him off a little bit she's like look i i think you should look we we need this guy mark to like us right i think you should sit down and tell him tell him some of our good tales keep drinking and tell us just just keep his attention and tell him some of the, like, the good old day stories from like pre-skin, even some of the post-skin stories. Like that. some of those were good too. Just you, you do that, and then he's going to kind of like grab Leland's wraps at like the, the scruff of where a neck would be. Now did I
4: ever tell you about the time our good friend Lola all, we just met Burns <laughs> just the met. guy to death in the streets? And like ten people she
0: just burned them all in the streets. Oh, it was awful. That's not that's not the way I heard that story, but okay. <laughs> um, <and> then,
2: <laughs> while Cammy has while Cammy has Leland like scruff around the neck, she's gonna like pull his head down. And she's gonna be like, uh, alright, bud, that that fucking key? That's right around his neck. You do that, do that drunk thing. You you put your arm around him. You do that fun. You seem like a real chill guy, know how to talk to folks. You just uh, take that with you, and then we'll just leave. And maybe we'll get out of here before the thing catches on fire.
3: Uh, As you look around, the bar is currently burning. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's what we're gonna do mark i'm gonna stop it i don't want you to have to keep telling the story i got a satchel here of sparkles i'm gonna dump them out on the table i'm gonna see how fast you can count them i'm gonna count to 10 you grab as much as you can while i count to 10 just you focus on them and you grab them up and we'll get the hell on out of here all right there's more than 672
3: i mean but give me 672 and i'll give you the key it's a pretty straightforward exchange right
1: okay fine I mean we had a whole plan. I was gonna dump them out and we were distracted. Cammy was gonna steal your key because we're we're thieves, but all right, here's
3: your sparkles, and I'm gonna throw a bag at him. Okay, thank you. Here's the key. I, I keep it in my cargo shorts. Hold on a second. <laughs> he reaches hey, down to a pocket.
2: Marco, fuck you. We had a whole plan. No. He pulls it
3: out of a pocket of his cargo shorts. Marco,
2: hey. What? Hey. Marco? Hey, Marco, fuck off. I wrote a five. Hey, what? Marco, fuck you. What is we the had problem? a whole plan. We did it as a team. Hey. Fuck off!
1: No. All right, so we got the key now. Where's your
3: Where's your storage locker? We got the key now.
1: Oh
2: yeah. Uh,
3: let me draw you a little map. He draws you a little map because I don't want to describe how to get to a storage locker. Perfect. <laughs> uh, actually, if you guys, you know what? I feel I feel like I I'm kind of moving on. Uh, I'm going to kind of move on from this place a little bit. I, I now that I've got my new uh, my new Sparkle Life going on here. Uh, you guys want this one too? And he pulls out a secondary key from the string around his neck. This is to the one that all the thieves guild knows about. But I mean, there's a There's a few fun little items in there, too. It's a little bit more dangerous uh, to go try to sneak in there because they probably will know about it um, and they'll kind of be looking for it. But I mean, hey, uh,
2: Cammy has already swiped it out of his fucking hands. (laughs) Cammy's already swiped it out of his fucking hands. She's giving him a real nasty sneer. It's like, yeah, yeah, no, we're yeah. That was coming with us anyways, dude. Hang out. Hang out in your in your in your fire booth.
3: No, I actually think I'm going to leave. I mean, the whole place is on fire. It's kind of it's kind of dangerous. There's a little smoke. I'm worried about our lungs at this point.
2: Well then we're heading in the same direction. <laughs> it's be
3: real All awesome. right, fuck off
1: fuck off, Mark. <laughs> fuck
2: off. All right, bye. <laughs> dude, fuck off.
1: So hey, y'all, sparkles didn't exist back before I was entombed. I just gave him a sack of old ass money that's not even you can <laughs> spend <it> anymore. <laughs> <laughs> can't even spend them i didn't give them rubies or gold or fucking jewels i don't does anyone know what a sparkles is
0: okay yeah but leland man you know that there's like a market for for ancient coins right people love that shit they'll they'll pay more than the thing is actually worth
1: who's gonna pay that son bitch anything for them coins look at him <laughs> they're gonna pay them just you know
0: i, I would have thought that at one point too but like There's so many sunken ships with all that, all the treasure at the bottom. Man, we bring that to the top, to the rubes all the time.
1: Well, Hollis, I thought we had a good plan. And now we're going to have to go kill Mark because I don't want him to have a happy life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm
2: really not sure why the resentment, but all right. (laughs) This is setting us up perfectly to, very Hunter Hunter style, take a break mid-arc to go and do an antiques roadshow side quest. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really excited about that.
3: I didn't give you guys two storage lockers for nothing. We have reached the Storage Wars section of Brood Forest.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Everyone's, everyone's favorite. <laughs> Watch your profanity. <laughs>
3: yeah so you guys you guys head out of the bar that is currently on fire. Mark is also heading out of the bar counting his newly acquired ancient coins uh yeah no, so uh, just uh, yeah follow it down to i guess uh well around that that side of the of the tower edge and you'll uh you'll find my storage locker and uh you guess' you guys will be sitting pretty uh anything else you need uh don't hesitate to reach out, you won't find me um i'm gonna go. I'm like a, I'm like a, I'm like a mist on the breeze, you know, in a lot of ways, you will never find me again. That's just kind of way I do things. Me, Mark, that's my situation.
2: Cammy steps really hard on his foot as she walks Ow. past him.
3: Okay. That's un unnecessary. Uh, uh, just as a, just as a free, free bit of information for y'all. If you are going uh, to enter the castle for any way, reason, need to be just to let you know, Uh, They do have a whole masquerade ball thing going on in there. um, Kind of all the time, weirdly, which is, um, I don't know. I I think it's a sex thing. I don't want to say it's a sex thing, but I'm on the the impression. What's that that It's a sex thing. It's (laughs) like an Eyes Wide Shut type situation going on in there, pretty much nonstop. Fidelio. Yeah,
0: Leland, no one said anything about armpits.
3: Uh, Well, that's implied. Anyway, my point is is that there's a whole masquerade (laughs) thing going on there. So if you do end up inside the palace walls, for any reason whatsoever, you would be in a, well, I mean, it'd be, it'd be in your best interest to be in disguise, uh in standard masquerade disguise attire, you know? So think like masks and capes, you know, that kind of stuff. Okay. Cape store is on the way. Cool. So you guys are walking in. John, you recognize there's, there's Cape Fear. There's nothing fear about a cape, et cetera.
4: Oh, I believe i've got got an order in here this should have been finished quite a while ago i'll pick that up while we're, while we're here
2: oh yeah yeah i remember didn't you get you got like a matching what set for like you and rufus i remember that
4: yeah it was a, a nice like deep purple cape it, it was well it was meant to be magical but i guess that's not gonna happen anymore but yeah it was like nice cape and matching one for rufus not sure how I'm gonna pick it up without giving away the fact that I'm a wanted skeleton man, but oh, cross that bridge when I know come what to I it. I just
2: thought about that. Is, you know, you know what's such a bummer is that if I didn't have to be in this nasty tall skin suit thing, I could probably almost fit into the Rufus cape. I'd save us a little bit. I wouldn't have to buy a cape for myself. But this fucking this this dumb five six tall body or whatever, that, he will not fit in a Rufus. Well, cape. Well, once
4: once we're in the the mask ball, you can just pretend you're. Small person <laughs>
2: <laughs> They make sure they won't notice the tails at all. The cape will, cape will conceal well, them.
4: Well the the cape will cover those.
2: Sure. sure.
4: More enters uh Cape Fear. There's no reason to fear a cape, what do you talk about, cape's great the store. Alright. And the door does a little tingle Tingling. Yeah. It does. It did that the last time you went in as well. It did.
3: <laughs> oh hello. Welcome to Cape Fear. There's nothing to fear what you're talking about about a cape, it's uh just a cape, the store. <laughs> How are you?
4: You haven't thought about changing the name since I last came here then. It's still quite a mouthful.
3: I mean, once you purchase the sign, I think it's pretty much dealt with, right? So, here we are. It's a, It's a branding thing, you know, the... I don't want to redo the, the, the 1-800 jingle, you know. It's pretty exciting stuff. Well, how does that go? Call 1-800-Cave-Fear. There's nothing to fear about a cape. What you're talking about? The star. You know, things of that nature are hard to get rewritten.
4: And <laughs> um, so I'm actually here to pick up an order for my friend who asked me to pick it up. Well, you certainly said that suspiciously, but I have no reason to distrust you. <laughs> here is my receipt. His receipt. It's his, tell him it's his receipt. His, uh, his receipt. Yeah. Here's his receipt yeah. that he gave to me to give to you. Fucking subterfuge.
3: All right, let me take a look at this. Um, oh, oh, well, okay. Well, I don't know how to phrase this to you, um, but the man who ordered this mm-hmm. is quite a wanted man. Oh, my word, Hollis locked the door.
0: Sure, <laughs> uh, sh- sh- she says and closes it.
1: Flip that sign around from open to closed.
0: You got it, boss. She does
4: it. Leland, 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 calm down. We're just having a conversation, it's all.
1: I've got this. Don't don't worry. No, it's fine. I'm just blocking all means of egress, just in case. So, yes, I
4: heard about this man who was wanted, um, and the police asked me to get his cape... So that they could track him with a blood helm. He's never worn
3: this cape before, so I don't know how.
4: Yeah, but his scent is on it from when he ordered it. His words were magic. Um, just,
3: just give you the cape. Come on. I don't know that I necess- I, I, I don't know about giving you the cape. I mean, there was. Well, slams his
4: fist on the table. <laughs> And his eyes almost seem to like fill with blood, and he just goes, "Give me the cape," <laughs> kind of like a Teen Wolf, "Give me a keg of beer" type I sitch. And I'm gonna roll. Uh, like, do we have it, it's intimidate a skill? Well, I mean, not really. Well, I guess I'm sort of intimidating him with my
3: physique. You're rolling a provoke, basically. Provoke.
2: Okay, <laughs> that is great information to know because Cammie has a thing that allows her to use empathy to provoke people. And that's her highest stat. So guess who's super intimidating, apparently? This kid.
3: i got three. All right. Yeah, so he's like, hi, geez, I don't know why you got to be so rude, man. Like, come on. Hi, you could take the dang cape. But listen, I, will need, to, I need a few things for you to understand here about this cape, okay? So first of all, it was purchased by the brown. So, there's issues associated with wearing this cape. You did The man who ordered the cape did choose certain color design options. And then uh, we got word from uh, the palace proper that it did not really align with their vision for what someone in the Paragon's retinue would wear. So, there was a whole thing about the purple. They didn't really like the purple. They really wanted to mix it up. So, just so you know, it's not going to be exactly like what you saw on the receipt. So if you do end up delivering this to the police or whatever, just let them know that it's not exactly like what they expected. Uh, okay. Um, I'm sure sure it's fine. I'm just telling you this because you seem like night vigilantes that, um, you know, come out and uh, harass poor business people. And I don't want any issues wherein <laughs> I die and my children are orphans. Because I am a... Single father. I don't know if you know that about me, but now you do. Anyway, I'm going to go get a cape now for you nice people who are here being great people to me.
1: <laughs> yes, thank you very much. Well, they wouldn't be orphaned. They'd find a great work and fulfilling life at Deacon Sugar Mines. Don't you worry. <laughs> Three square meals a day.
4: You're, you're not allowed to do that anymore, Leland. That's that's the whole old reason you're in this
1: predicament, isn't it? That, all... I mean,
0: that is your redemption arc.
1: Technically, I can't get double jeopardied. I can't get punished for the crime I've already committed if I'm already <laughs> being punished for it. So, as far as I'm concerned... But this would be a separate incident of a similar crime. I think you could get charged. I don't. I don't think. I, I. We'll have to talk to a barrister about that.
2: <laughs> Everyone knows that when you're a serial killer, you only get charged for the first murder because all the others still just count as murder.
1: Can't murder same person twice. <laughs> I saw Double Jeopardy starring uh, Diane Lane. You can't, or Ashley Judd. One of them.
3: It was definitely Ashley Judd. All right, here is your. Here is your cape. Um, just um, go ahead and take. Thank you. I mean, here is the cape that you are securing for someone that is not you and is someone else. Yes, I better
4: try it on to make sure it's uh, a good fit for the
3: police. Sure, whatever. You know, you do you. Obviously, there's mirrors over to the side. Just get your get your look on. Is it in a box bag? Yes, the cape is in a box. It's in a nice little cape box. Okay, so uh. I take it out of the box and have a look. What's different about it? I mean, it's a it's not a dark or deep purple. It is mostly black. Uh, the lining, though, is like a very deep scarlet. Right. It is black on the outside, real dark red on the inside. Fairly high collar, I assume. <laughs> very high collar. It's kind of got uh, a scalloped edge, so it's it's sort of like a bat wing scallop. Um, okay, I, I put it on and. Um,
4: I notice there's some like fluff on the shoulder, so I I reach up to brush the fluff off my shoulder, but the cape gets caught over my arm. So when I bring my arm up, the cape's actually covering like the bottom half of my
1: mouth.
4: I just sort of brush it off. I'm like I quite quite like this. Oh,
2: stupid. Hey. <laughs> More, I, I think you should take a good long look in that mirror, bud. Take a just take a deep look yeah. in that mirror of your new of your new your new good cape, bud.
3: I step over and look in the mirror. So you step over and look in the mirror, and you don't really recognize your reflection. For a split second, you are just absolutely terrified because you feel like some terrible, hideous monster has entered Cape Fear. What is there to fear about a cape? nothing it's just a cave the store Uh, but then you recognize (laughs) that this um monstrous disgusting white uh, white is in w-i-g-h-t not w-h-i-t-e this uh, deathly pale sickly corpse looking creature that you see in the reflection uh is actually you
0: um hmm that's
3: interesting a sort of Rub my eyes a little bit and check again. Oh, yeah, it still looks the same. Also, everybody else, as you are looking at Mort's reflection in that mirror, you see this just disgusting, desiccated corpse type creature with long white goat horns and completely white, pupilless eyes.
0: Whoa. Ooh, listen! I live under the sea, and there's a lot of horrifying things down there. But this has got to top that. Li- I'm very uncomfortable right now.
4: Yeah. Um. So, guys, I've got some bad news. Um. Uh. I don't know how to say this, really. Um. I'm a vampire.
2: <laughs> what? What? Oh my god! Well, Wow!
0: Why?
4: I know! I know!
2: You're blowing my mind. You're freaking my being, Mort. I know.
4: I, it's strange. I, I'm not sure how you didn't notice it
2: yeah. before.
4: Um, well, how long have you known, buddy? I mean, I think I've, deep down, I think I've kind of always known, but,
2: <laughs> but uh,
4: always <laughs> it's just really the realization I've just sort of come to for, for sure.
1: Hey, hey, Mort.
4: Yes. Yes, Leland.
1: We all, we all knew we've all known and we just, <laughs> yeah, right want you to be comfortable around is you you weirdo so just don't drink my blood you know what i mean i'm all i'm all made of dust and money so i don't
0: yeah, really have any blood I, I mean i i, I kind of knew when you when you sunk your little teeth into my uh, my arm and then turned into a puff of smoke yeah i don't
4: remember that
2: kimmy okay, wants to like stand behind more but like still in the reflection of the mirror like a really bad prom photo <laughs> Her her little uh, hand on his shoulder. It's, hey, you know, bud, on the plus side, af- you know, after all this, you, that skin you got, it's looking a lot healthier to me. I think it, I actually comparatively you'd make a handsome flesh person.
3: Cammy throws up in her mouth a oh, little bit.
2: Thank, thank you very much,
3: Cammy. That, that means a lot.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He still smells like fermented blood. Okay, of course she's gonna throw up in her mouth. This is a way around mm-hmm. my
1: pure redemption art. I can kill people now because I'm providing food for my best friend Mort. <laughs> so if anyone tries us, I can stab them, and technically it's being good. Huh? Take that, Lila Ann. I whip my
3: head around to the <laughs> store owner. I say, "And the cape for the dog? I mean, you just need to fish around in the in, in the." The box of the bit, it's at the bottom, underneath the <laughs> tissue paper.
1: Oh yes, I see. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> hey, you got any like pre-made capes? I don't know. Uh, can I just get a cape? I mean, yeah,
3: we've got the Tryon capes. Sure. Yeah, what colors? What, what colors we got? Uh, we you got you know, it's veritable rainbow. Uh, what what you're looking for? You're looking for a deep aqua? You're looking for something in a tartan? I mean, what are you really looking for here?
1: Well, that's a little that's a little much for nighttime. Uh, sex part we're going to a sex party so
3: uh. i do have like a I have, a I have a very thin black but with a very very thin light gray pin striping to it
1: oh i like that yeah i'm gonna do that one i'm gonna do that and like an english morning jacket trouser but
3: as a cape i'm gonna do that one. anyone else feeling capey today
0: is that supposed to be a like a call to something
3: No, it's just part of the commercial. It's part of the jingle. It's you know, feeling capy? Come on down, dial one eight hundred cape fear. Why are you fearing a cape? For it's just a cape.
0: Oh boy, this is like this is a surface thing that I don't get, isn't it? All right, I'm
3: just gonna get the one cape. Do you have? Oh yes.
2: Oh no 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 no. Um, okay, so I know that I'm like really tall and lanky and a super weird shape. Uh, she's I not, mean, but she feels no, very you're, tall. Cause you're
3: you're a little below average height right now. I mean, oh well, I mean, you might be growing. I don't right. know. that um, designs on the future.
2: Well, uh, okay, okay. i uh, feeling like it's a tall day for me, but whatever. Uh, do you have a like a a prefab like a dark blue crushed velvet?
3: No. <laughs> oh my no. God. no. No. Dark blue crushed velvet of course, we do, let me fetch a thing for you, yeah, do you a, a particular idea on the lining, perhaps something in a um i don 't know maybe a, a vermilion
2: uh i I was thinking like a shitty baby pink, oh in okay, Ooh. so you're
3: just trying to make people nauseous. I got one of those capes, no problem, <laughs> I can do that um, what about you, tall, dark, and finny what uh, what can I fit you with? <laughs>
0: Oh gosh, no! I no capes. I how I, I you don't you don't perfect all of this. She says, motioning up to herself, up and down, <laughs> and then cover it with a cape. Nah, nah, that's not my jam.
3: I've always said that the mullet is the cape of all hairstyles. So in a lot of ways, you are already providing your
0: <laughs> capish
3: qualities. So
0: damn, that's that's real deep, man.
3: Yeah, no, it's great. All right, I am going to, uh, again, under personal threat of death in dismemberment, go and fetch uh, additional capes for all of you, and I'm going to go do that right now, BRB.
4: Just out of character to confirm, the image that everyone saw of Mort in the mirror, that's not actually how he looks, is it?
3: No, no. Uh, so Mort just looks like a regular fleshy dude, uh, which is not how he looked in that reflection. Uh, The reflection of Mort looks very different than he looks in real life, Uh, and the guy returns back with the aforementioned capes. All right, there you go. There we go. There's some capes. Take them. Perfect. How much we owe you? Oh, you're paying. You're paying. The people that locked my door and threatened me with death are going to actually pay for the capes.
1: Oh, yeah, because I thought you was going to tell the cops that we was harboring a fugitive, and then I was going to kill you. But then you was real chill about it. Listen,
3: first of all, first of all, you do not get where I am in the cape business by telling the the constables anything about anything. Who gets capes? It's always shifty people that are going to be getting capes so they can look shiftily or menacingly over their capes. It's a very omerta type business, so don't worry too much. I don't know. I don't know you need to come in threatening people about capes. Jeez. I, I, that was my fault. I,
1: I, we had a misunderstanding. I thought you were, you were a square. I didn't know.
3: <laughs> listen, these are not highly... These are, Listen, most of the... Listen, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> we're all square because I got paid out pretty darn well for the one cape from the palace already. These other capes, they're pretty low, low cost to me. I'm not really all too concerned about it. Just that way, you know, if people ask you where they got the cape, just say, you know, I got it over at Cape Fear. What's there to fear about the cape? Nothing. It's just the cape. The store. You know? It just rolls off the tongue. No problem. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, hell, shit. Done and done. We'll see All later, right. brother.
3: Mm-hmm. He gives you the cool handshake.
1: Yeah. I'm going to put on my cape immediately and walk out of the store. Thank you. Thank you very much. On my
4: way out of the store, I noticed, like, uh... Little, like, sort of hat stand type thing by the door. Just got a bunch of umbrellas in, and I grab an umbrella. I was like, I'm gonna take this one too.
3: And, Uh, uh, okay, that's fine. (laughs) Uh, The guy uh, (laughs) runs up to the door and locks it behind you guys and uh, looks over his remaining umbrella collection and says, Oh shit, did he take my good parasol? (laughs) All right, well. Well, that's the end of the story, honestly, for today. Uh, that's where it all ends up at, and, um... Uh, I'm sorry, I, I didn't know what's coming over me today. I'm feeling a little under the weather tonight. I started kind of halfway through the story. I started feeling very drained, and it's not... I don't like to complain, you know, I'm, of course, a professional, and I don't want to, you know, make you think i'm doing anything besides putting it all out there on the stage because obviously that's what i'm all about that's what i do but oh my goodness i don't know i'm just feeling drained i don't know i'm s- actually hold on just just some just a moment let me i want to just We will just have a I'm just kind of a little spine spine Let's go. Oh, were we? Oh, yes, well, um, oh, we're, we're through. We're through, actually, with the story for tonight. I forgot we are, we are covered everything. So we'll just go into the closeouts, right? right? So um, join us next time here at the Gilderam Brockhouse in team of course. Um, We have... So many great and exciting things to do. It's a heist, but a heist in reverse, where you're trying to get yourself thrown in jail, you know. But not like a no. So it's kind of like a jailbreak type scenario that we're going to be getting into next time, which is very exciting. There's all types of twists and turns, and ooh, can we trust this person? Ooh, what about this locker? Is there anything untoward in here? Perhaps there's something I can stab someone with. These type of things will come up of course, and more next time uh, in the stories of the force. So uh, don't, 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 don't hesitate to uh, go upstairs and downstairs, go to both bars, go back and forth as many times as you want to, tip both your miniature bartender. And I will see all of you next time right here at the Gilded Brown Grog House, and Tea Room. Say, everyone it's me just a spit whistle and i am here to say
0: thank you
2: <laughs> hell yeah baby i'm recording oh shit oh
3: shit, oh, shit. what an awesome and extreme <laughs> episode
2: man that episode was smooth baby smooth as hell
3: they paid for the whole seat, but you know what they only needed? Did the They date the edge. <laughs> they only needed the edge. Is that the? That's the. That's the voice you're going for for the outro. Huh, There's a
4: cool voice, in it?
3: Oh, is that um? Is that what? What was that guy's name? Reginald. Teddy? Reginald. Do you going <laughs> with the Reginald <laughs> okay. voice? All right. Listen, uh, this is the Wolfman. Oh. <laughs>
2: okay. All
3: right. We're doing that now. <laughs> I'm a. Uh, I'm a radio DJ. I'm a, for a morning zoo crew show. Okay. Actually, no. It's probably a smooth late night DJ. All that's what I'm going right. for today.
2: All right, uh, and I.
3: You're just real chill. Yeah, yeah I'm. Right, the, Ray. That's your.
2: I'm the cool side of the pillow. Uh, Ray is um, a little too chaotic. This voice, me. I'm chill as hell. I'm down.
3: Chill here. as hell oh, yeah. in a world that's chill as hell you'll find one voice in its cool side of the pillow ray. cool
2: as hell cool side of the pillow ray.
3: anyway that was a great episode we did a lot of great things uh witch shopping a lot of threatened to shopkeep yeah. you guys are still heroes we, correct we threatened quite a lot of people you did threaten this a lot of people This voice is really
4: peaking my recordings or could I change it
3: well it's not like you have any history of changing voices mid recording session <laughs>
2: Uh, Adam, the way I see it, it's, uh, your job to make sure you still frame us as heroes. We just do whatever the fuck we want.
3: <laughs> oh, well, the downside of that entire plan lies in the fact that you're letting Leland lead you to a certain extent. And in case you've forgotten, he's a real shitbag. Hey, man,
4: like, us trying to, like, rein him <laughs> in,
3: man. <laughs> also when the moral compass of your party is an actual blood-sucking vampire, <laughs> things might go south. <laughs> Speaking
4: oh, of things going you. south, man, you should go south to Columbus if you live north <laughs> of Columbus. North of Columbus.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of people live to the north end of Columbus. <laughs> uh, come to go man. This is... Somehow more offensive than the Reginald voice.
4: Yeah, I think I might just stick to my
3: normal voice.
4: (laughs) 16th to the... 19th?
3: Nobody seems to know. It's one of those situations where if you get invited to GeeklyCon, it's going to say GeeklyCon July 16th to question mark, question mark, question mark. 16th to the 19th. Yes, I was right. All right, maybe that. they won't re- maybe they won't have the question marks i don't know what do i know i'm just a morning dj you,
2: you know what they will have at geekly all of us will all be there oh yeah we're gonna be doing shit
3: you
4: can meet the Wolfman in person oh
3: baby
2: and if you uh meet me in person i'm gonna have a cool sasperla in my hand and uh a-
3: i'm gonna have some zatarans <laughs> I don't know what
2: that is. That's a jazz rice. A
3: A jazz jazz. rice. Jazz rice. Jazz
2: rice. I just
3: realized while I was in the process of saying these things that my voice sounded a lot like the guy from the Zatarans commercial. Come to Columbus, Ohio or Louisiana, New Orleans, and have some Zatarans.
4: What's jazz rice? Am I hearing you correct me? Like, <laughs> rice, like, that you have is, like, yeah. curry, yeah. but jazzy?
2: It's jazz rice. It's jazz it's Fire jazz. Fire it up r- with Zatterand. <laughs> I think it's Cajun butter, but it's jazz yeah. rice. <laughs> okay. Well, if you want to eat
4: some jazz rice, then come on to our charity stream on the twenty sixth, twenty fifth of April. Uh, We'll be doing some stuff, raising money for the Trevor Project, who are a great charity who support uh, LGBTQ plus youth with suicide prevention issues and things like that so yeah we'll be doing that playing lots of games all day and raising money
3: yeah we'll be on uh doing something at some point uh we always do a little bit of a live 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 game thing uh during the stream somewhere but the stream is always super fun super interesting uh all different kinds of like weird uh, like one-time games happen on there, and it's always kind of interesting to watch. Uh, but then, obviously, raising money for a super important thing that is—it's uh, close to near and dear to all of our hearts. Yes. Uh, and so, if you're—and if you're listening to us, I have to assume probably something that you can get behind as well. And if you can't get behind the Trevor Project, you can stop listening to us. Thank you. That's my <laughs> statement of the day. <laughs>
2: Uh, But if you are still listening to us because you're chill and support the Trevor Project, you might want to leave us a five-star review. We would like that. Uh, Such examples of folks that have left us this five-star review is uh, Robert. Yeah. Yeah, this one's Robert. Apparently, uh, this person just really got that username in quick uh, because they're Robert. Five stars by Robert. This story hits all the emotions. I laughed, I cried, and I got angry when I finally caught up and now have to wait for each episode. A must listen. Thanks, Robert.
3: Uh, thank you, Robert. And also yes. there's this other one that John's going to read.
4: <laughs> uh, makes Everything Sweeter by Piffle. Just like Deacon Sugar Mines, this podcast makes everything sweeter. This podcast has really grown to shine. I loved every time Loder acted like an actual bird and Ezra's crazy nature has been quite amazing. I've enjoyed Cammy with her big old anime eyes and more than his giant heart. But hashtag remove the meats. <laughs> <laughs> I've enjoyed every episode and I hope there's a lot more. Horse! to enjoy. Ham! Thank you, Piffle And if you can't afford to leave us a review, sort of you might be able to afford to give us <laughs> to <find> a funny
3: Patreon. <laughs> Listen. It's important for all of you to understand that Zatarain's Jambalaya Rice is only $1.54 at Walmart. What are you going to do with all that extra savings? Well, you could support us on Patreon. You can go out and listen to an episode of Franked right now. There's four episodes of Franked, locked and loaded, ready for you to go. Get that ham with your Jambalaya Rice <laughs> at Zatarain's.
2: Why did you talk about Zatarain? <laughs>
3: Because that's a voice.
2: Why don't you bring up Saturday? I'm <It's a joke>.
3: Uh, yeah, so thank you so much for everybody that's left us uh, five-star reviews. Please, 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 please do that. Uh, if you haven't left a review for the show, it super helps. Uh, it helps us with visibility and also gives us something to read here and not feel bad about ourselves. Uh, also, if you want to feel good about yourself, what better way than to uh, get some dice in your hands? Honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, nothing like a good, solid, uh, hefty dice in your, in your grubby little maw. Not your maw, your your grubby little paw, that one, uh, to make you feel good about yourself. Uh, If you are a collector of dice, you want to go out to Die Hard Dice and get specifically the Brute Force dice that are awesome and heavy and metal, and they have a nice little logo on one side, and they just are wonderful. I love them.
4: Yeah, grab some of those dice, and while you're at it, just buy a a shitload more dice from them, because they're all
3: fantastic. And you know what? They're good people. Yeah. doesn't get said enough. They're good people.
2: I just realized that putting bones on the dice is also kind of a pun because you roll rolling rolling bones. Roll is, bones. Roll bones. Fucking not, I've been on this fucking podcast like two years and I never.
4: There's almost as many
3: cami episodes as yeah. there is as cami Uh episodes. Yeah, we're coming up on a very special anniversary, everybody. Yeah. Uh, it is a, is a very important thing we are coming up closing in on our 100th episode of brute force and of course all of you know uh that once we reach 100 episodes cammy will have officially well not cammy i guess but ray will have officially been in uh as many episodes as she hasn't
2: it's a big big hurdle it's a big um I'm very excited for it because legally at that point they cannot vote me off. I'm no longer a temp podcast host. I'm on full time, baby. Looking forward to it.
4: Yeah, Woo! so you better watch your
3: step in these next two episodes.
2: Yeah, Raise the internship
3: that. will end. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the backseat that she's been taking on a lot of the decision making <laughs> will have to will have to end at that point. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we are coming up on our camiversary and we are all very excited about that. So... Look forward to that over the course of the next few episodes, and you can tweet at right, Ray and say happy camiversary
4: at Emma on Ladylike.
2: Uh, while you're on Twitter, you can tweet at Carly at Animated Me, where the E's is threes, and tell her how much you like the logo. She did that.
3: Or you could you could tweet at Pat at Patrick underscore Rankin and tell him, hey man, like it's okay that you like armpits. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> or you can tweet at Adam and um, tell Adam that it's okay pa- that Pat talks about our pit so much.
3: No, let's not do that one. I don't want people talking <laughs> send me
4: that tweet. Or you can tweet at the whole podcast at Brute Forcecast and say, hey, your podcast.
3: Hmm, debatable. <laughs> uh, yeah, or you can, and then you, know, you could also, if you're out there on Twitter, you can check out, uh, there's a link to the Discord. We are a little bit more active there uh, sometimes than we are on Twitter because it's just easier to interact in real time Uh, but the link is out there on the on the brute force twitter and uh, it's also easily accessible at any time at bit.ly slash patwick wankin also nobody said that you
4: can tweet at me
2: I know it it was a weird it was a weird thing tweet at John (laughs) uh, hit snoozer with a z not a z um, and John has a good skin just like Mort does now so tell him you like his skin tweet tweet at John and tell him you like his skin
3: yeah (laughs) that's perfect do that one Um.
2: Uh, Sporks are magic and uh, Adam's a bastard for taking post-its away from us stickums stickums sorry Stickums. stickums